Hey, what's up, guys? Just a quick little disclaimer before this episode gets started. Um, when I recorded this episode, I recorded it in the study room of a library. I expected it to be a lot quieter than what actually happened. The walls were really thin and had this weird echo effect, so I did the best I could to try and edit the sound, but it's still a little wonky, and I didn't want to just delete the whole thing. So uh, when you hear a few little uh, door shuts and like some I guess some high-pitched reverb uh, my bad anyway uh, the episode is about to start right now what's up guys it's your boy Triple D back with another off the clock podcast where we talk about whatever however whenever uh, but by whenever I mean whenever I get sense to work on one of these uh, sorry it's been a while since I've had a full episode for you but um, I'm back and today we're going to be talking about having your shit together or at least giving it some thought but first, as always, we got to do a little quick random recap just to see how things have been uh, with me, with the world. And honestly, uh, the only thing really going on with me lately is that uh, I might have another job, but that's not important. What is important is that I saw Captain America Civil War, and it was amazing. For those of you who might be listening for the first time, a while back, I did a quickie on the Captain America Civil War trailer with the Spider-Man reveal in it. And uh, how I felt like that kind of took away from the movie on top of the fact that there were like three or four other trailers giving away so much. Man, was I wrong. Man, was I wrong. The movie was amazing. And this is coming from someone who sat like the, the second row with his neck bent up trying to watch it because the movie was packed. It was great. Great storyline. Uh, great character time. Great action. Uh, character time? I, I don't know. Screen time for everybody, I guess. Maybe. Whatever. It was an amazing movie. I'm definitely going to go try and see it again from better seating. Uh, hopefully cut down on the headache. But uh, yeah, saw it the week it came out crazy good. Um, not going to go into detail just yet. I'm still working on doing a movie review of it and just completely going in on how great it was, how great Black Panther was. Speaking of Black Panther, takes us into the next part of the recap. We already knew that there was going to be a Black Panther uh, standalone movie, which, by the way, thank God that we did know. Because anybody that saw Captain America Civil War, if we didn't know that there was going to be a Black Panther movie, we, we'd have been pissed. Well, I'm not going to say we would have been pissed, but we would have demanded that movie. Thank goodness it was already in the, in the works. Chadwick Boseman killed it. A lot of talk since that has been about his standalone movie. And um, the casting for it has been like almost twice a week. Something crazy goes down. Like, for those who don't know, Ryan Coogler, the director of Creed, is going to be directing the movie, which already is already going to be crazy good. So the first big drop was that, and I... Great. I don't butcher her name, Lupita Nyong'o. And if I got that wrong, please forgive me. But uh, she's supposed she was confirmed to be a part of the movie first as just a character. And then there's rumors that she might be a love interest. Now, for those who are familiar with Black Panther, uh, the story and kind of like his, his legend. When I heard that love interest part, my first thought went to Storm, because for those who don't know, Black Panther does eventually end up marrying Storm. I don't know how that would work with, you know, Fox owning the rights to the X-Men. Uh, so 
who knows if they can pull something like what they did with Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. But uh, we'll see. Then, like, maybe two or three days after that, if that, uh, the news dropped that Michael B. Jordan of Creed and other movies, but most recently Creed and um, that Fantastic Four movie that no one wants to talk about, uh, is supposed to be joining the cast as well. And then I want to say... A day or so after that, it was pretty much announced that the movie was going to be like 95 plus percent black African. African-American, all of the aforementioned, which it shouldn't, it shouldn't be any other way. It's set in Wakanda, which is a fictional African country. It, it shouldn't be any other way. And I think it's going to be great. I don't, I don't see anything that they can do. I don't want to jinx them, but it, it's already shaping up to be an amazingly good movie. Um, Speaking of Marvel, last I heard, uh, John Boyega of Finn from Star Wars and um, from Attack the Block, for those of you guys in throwbacks, was in talks with Marvel. Um, I don't know if it's in correlation with the Black Panther movie or possibly something else completely, but that that in itself got people excited. And uh, who knows what's going to come of that. So I'm um, speaking of Captain America and Black Panther, um, a big standout in the movie, even though he probably only had maybe 10 minutes of screen time, was who I started off mentioning, Spider-Man. The kid they got, Tom Holland, nailed it. Uh, Marvel finally got to make, well, portray the Spider-Man that they've been putting out there for, for years. And in that, that brief time that he had on screen, it was it was great. There were already talks once they worked out the agreement with Sony that there was going to be um, a, another, uh, yet another Spider-Man movie, which at first I was just like, we don't need another Spider-Man movie. After watching him in Civil War, I'm actually really, really looking forward to this movie. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, which I'm wondering if that's just, you know, something that they, a title that it just came up with, or that's just their way of saying we finally got Spider-Man back. But um, I'm actually really looking forward to see how that works out. Hopefully, I'm pretty sure there'll be, you know, uh, Easter eggs and cameos from other superheroes. Hopefully, Tony Stank shows up. That would be amazing. It was recently confirmed that Kevin Costner, uh, you should know who Kevin Costner is. I, I don't, I don't need to read off anything. You should know who Kevin Costner is. He's going to be part of Spider-Man Homecoming, possibly as the Vulture, which is going to be a real interesting take on that. But um sounds like Marvel is, you know, Marvel's going to Marvel and uh, they're killing it as usual. Um, on the other end, the DC area, there has been uh, talks and I believe it may be confirmed that there's going to be a standalone Harley Quinn movie, which is pretty awesome considering the fact that Suicide Squad isn't even out yet. At the time that you're hearing this, Suicide Squad has not even shown, has not even premiered yet. No one's seen it yet. But I, I think they either A, felt really, really confident in the Suicide Squad as a movie or, and or I should say, they feel really, really confident in um, the actress playing Harley Quinn. Um, I don't want to mess up her name. I should have wrote, wrote it down, so sorry about that. But um, the recent report is kind of hinting at the fact that it's going to be really, really female character-based as far as the heroes and villains, which is a really amazing concept and something that we need more of today in Hollywood. And uh, hopefully it starts off some more things. But um, yeah, whole lot of stuff going on in the comic book world, more specifically the comic book movie uh, lane. Um at the time you're hearing this, X-Men Apocalypse will probably be coming out this weekend. Um, I've heard some mixed reviews about it from the pre-screenings. Um, it still looks 
still looks decent to me. I, I don't, I don't know. You, you know how, if you've been following me for a while, you know how I feel about critics. I'm the type, I'm going to go see it for myself and judge for myself. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Suicide Squad should be coming out pretty soon. Doctor Strange is on the way, which, um, that got a lot of backlash for its, for the fact that it's being set in Tibet. And from, from what I understand from the trailers, uh, there's barely any people of Asian descent in the trailers. So, uh, that could hurt them, but at the same time, it's Marvel. And I, I still think it's going to do decent numbers, if not huge numbers. And you never know, uh, not, and I'm not justifying that, but you never know. It might be surprisingly good despite that, but that is something that needs to be worked on today. All right. So now we got that out the way. Um, we're just going to kind of jump right into today's topic. I set aside time to like have like a little break in here, but I really didn't have a reason to give a break. Honestly, the only real update I could say is that I'm pushing back the Batman v Superman review because word has kind of gotten out that they're going to release it on DVD with a, I guess you could say like a director's cut or an uncut version of everything that they, they have to trim out and I've kind of decided that I want to review that versus the theatrical version so it'll be a while before that one comes out all right so like I said the main topic of today's episode having your shit together as always I like to talk about kind of where it originated from so the way this one kind of came about is uh, I know I've mentioned them in the past a uh, big shout out to the also known as podcast with Ashley A and Ashley S uh, two good friends of mine. Their podcast is actually what inspired me to start my own. And um, this topic is actually kind of centered around one of their episodes, one of their first episodes. Um, actually, it might be their, their actual first episode. And uh, that particular episode was entitled, I'm a Grown Woman. Now, I know what you're thinking. Why were you, why would you even approach something titled I'm a Grown Woman? Well, one, they're friends of mine and, you know, friends support friends. It's, that's what you do. That's what you're supposed to do. Uh, two, you, you'd really be surprised where you find like life lessons and knowledge and you shouldn't be afraid to step out of stuff or excuse me, you shouldn't be afraid to step into stuff that may not be specifically for you. It doesn't mean that you can't learn from it. And lastly, like, yeah, I listened to something entitled I'm a grown woman. Like you should be drawn to success driven with not not propelled by them. So that's just how I feel about it. You know, strong women are inspiring. And that's not some some hokey mess to get likes and stuff like that. It's just I was raised around nothing but strong women. And that's all I really associate myself with. So why wouldn't I give it a listen? And I learned a lot from it. So I'm not going to go into detail about it. You need to go and listen to it for yourself. It's the also known as podcast, a.k.a. with Ashley A. and Ashley S. Uh, shout out again. And um, yeah, go check that out. But this particular episode of their podcast, like the like the title suggested, it's about grown woman stuff. Uh, like, you know, having your finances in order, setting goals for your career, uh, what path you want to take in your career, family stuff, grown stuff. You know, obviously this isn't gender specific, but you know, they're grown women. Therefore they're giving this advice from a grown woman's perspective. So as it's going on, like I realized that I couldn't relate to any of it. Like I wasn't in, I'm not, I'm currently not in the position to relate to any of this. Like I've known this for a while, you know, I, I, this wasn't a wake up call or anything like that. Um, I've known for a while that I've needed to get my shit together I've been working on it, but like to listen to this podcast and just kind of hear the things they're discussing, it was like, it was like being punched in the chest, 
for not getting together, you know, not getting it together sooner. But like also it kind of picked me up and kind of told me that like you need to get to where you can relate to this stuff. Otherwise, life is going to punch you in the chest again. It was kind of like a tough pill to swallow, but it was medicine I needed. So, you know, once I got to the end, you know, I was I was motivated, but um, I also had to kind of come to terms. Well, not so much come to terms, but I had to sort of revisit how and why I had gotten to that point when, you know, it, it finally hit me that I needed to have my shit together. And the truth of the matter is I never really had my shit together or at least never even strived to get it together until recently. And it was because I hadn't given it much thought. So this isn't going to be, you know, one of those obvious 36 ways to get your shit together from BuzzFeed or Huffington Post or something like that, or a hardcore, you need to set something and do it now. It's not really, it's not going to be one of those because those, you can get those anywhere. They're kind of basic and that's not what this is about. This is more so having an idea, giving it some thought. So you, you might not have a final destination in mind or a five-year plan, but you need to at least start thinking about it. Usually when you talk about stuff like this, it's one of those things where you need to just, where most people are just like, you need to do this now. And that doesn't work for everybody. If everybody had that mindset, just life in general would be way different. Like some people have to learn from these things. One of the, the role models in my college life always told me that if something wasn't supposed to happen, it wouldn't have happened. And it happened because it was supposed to happen. You just got to learn from it. I'm going to use myself as an example, obviously. So um, when I was in high school, I was one of the kids that kind of had his head in the clouds. I wasn't a bad student or anything. I was just a really bad daydreamer. And I didn't really do a lot of deep thinking. Well, excuse me. I didn't do a lot of productive <laughs> deep thinking. Um, I'd never really given my future much thought. Like I was just kind of living day by day. I want to say my at the end of my junior year, I, I stumbled into a graphic design class. And at the time, like graphic design wasn't really that big. And by today's standards, that class would pretty much be considered an intro to Photoshop class. So like, I really liked it. I was kind of good at it. And so I, I kind of ran with it, you know, senior year, I took that, that course. And, um, I, I went to, I think I went to one college open house, like up until that point, I, I hadn't, I didn't think about college. It was one of those things where just like, you, you're supposed to, because, you know, that's how high school works. You, you need to pick something and you need to do it and you need to go to college and you need to graduate and get a job. And that's how the world works, or at least that's how they wanted you to think it worked. So um, go to college for graphic design. And I found out there was way more to graphic design than I had anticipated, like way more. Um, I struggled. I fell down a lot. I even went on academic probation to academic suspension. Um, but I, I convinced myself that this is what I wanted to do, partially out of fear of starting over. Because if I had to start over, it's just like, one, you're starting from scratch. And two, I had no idea what I wanted to do. And two, I didn't want to disappoint my family. Um, you, we've all been there and, you know, there's money spent and you don't want to be a burden. It took a while, it took some part-time semesters, but I graduated with a degree in graphic design and that's when things got heavy. So of course, after college, you know, there's the obvious, you know, fresh out of college, trying to find a job, trials and tribulations that we all go through, you know, when you're trying to look for stuff in the field that you graduated from. But, uh, keep in mind, this is, this is graphic design, AKA graphic arts, AKA the arts. So take that anxiety and multiply it by like 10, right? After a long time of searching, 
like I kind of just stopped looking for stuff in my field and I just needed something to put money in my pocket. And once I, I kind of found something, it was just like, okay, cool. You know, this is, it's something that's paying me, but this isn't what I want to do. And the more I thought about it while trying to get myself back into doing graphic design, because once I graduated, I didn't have access to the, the, the programs and the software because Anybody out there knows Photoshop and Illustrator, anything Adobe is expensive and I didn't have it. So it was just like, okay, I'm out of college. I'm not practicing my craft because I just don't have access to it. And people right about now, someone's going, why don't you just download it off the internet? I've done that in the past and had too many bad experiences with those programs messing up my computers or killing my laptop. So it was just like, no, it's either got to be official or nothing. So I kind of fell off from, you know, working on my skills. And uh, the longer it got, the more I stopped even looking in in that field. And um, after a while, like it kind of hit me that it was just like, okay, I don't think I ever wanted to do this. Well, of course, now I know. But like at the time, it's just like, I think I did this because, like I said earlier, when you're in high school, that's what they pump into everybody. Pick a career, go to college for it, graduate college, get a job everything else will work itself out. And I had to pick something. So I picked something. It was definitely a a hard pill to swallow because it's just like you can't you can't get that time back. You know, that, that time is gone. So it's just like, okay, well, what's next? And uh, this is kind of like where I envy those people that did graduate college or didn't gra- go to college or graduate college. And they just kind of spent their 20s bouncing from path to path even if it didn't quite work out, like just the fact that they they had the courage to try this and that, you know, sometimes they fell, sometimes it worked out, but the the courage to just dust themselves off and like, all right, well, let's let's keep looking. Like, um, I definitely, I really wish I would have done that in my twenties instead of just kind of <laughs> wallowing in self pity. So you know, the whole path of pick something, go to school for it, graduate get a job that works for some people like some people are fortunate enough to know what they want to do and I, I wasn't one of those people if that's you and you're listening to this then do your thing like if you've already got it figured out like even if you're not a hundred percent sure but you're, you're confident enough to say you know what I want to I want to see where this path takes me like go for it you know what I mean like that's that's a good thing like so if you're in your 20s and you don't really know yet, you need to give it some thought. Um, you, you don't necessarily need to rush, but you need to, at the very least, give it some thought. You know, but in the meantime, enjoy life. Have life experiences. That's another thing that me being open with you guys, like, I missed out on quite a few life experiences just because I was afraid to take leaps. You know, you live and you learn. And if you don't really know, give it. you, you need to give it some thought. Uh, if you if you do have a path and you're already on it, that's a good thing. If you if you have a path in mind but you're not ready to take that leap, that's not bad either. In many cases, you know what I mean. Like sometimes you need to you need to experience life and see what the world has to offer because sometimes you can work that stuff out while pursuing that path, and sometimes that those things will get in the way. But if you decide to hold off, like, don't hold off completely. Make little pushes towards that stuff. You know what I mean? All all of these options are correct. They're all correct. Whichever one works for you, it, it, it works for you. So, you know, give it some real thought. If you're in your 20s and you don't know or you do know or you kind of know, still 
give it some real thought and think of a plan, even if you don't have one mapped out. But like there needs to be some sense of urgency. It's easier to go through that in your 20s than to try and work on it in your 30s. Trust me. Speaking of that, like I know a lot of this has kind of been centered around people in their 20s and early 20s or, you know, even if they're in their teens. But uh, the reality of it is you might not figure it out until your 30s. And that's okay. That's okay. The point I'm trying to get to is that it's best that you give it some thoughts sooner than later. Now, me personally, I'm in my 30s. I didn't have a clear idea of the path I wanted to take until a string of events that actually didn't take place in my life. So like I was like 28, you know, like I said earlier, if it wasn't supposed to happen, it would have happened. And when it happens, it's supposed to happen. But that being said, I like I said earlier, I wish I had taken some of those risks and chances when I was in my 20s because I probably would have jumped on this path much sooner. But, you know, you live and you learn. So if you are in your 30s and you still haven't quite figured it out yet, keep having that conversation with yourself. Like you'll get there, but you need to have that conversation with yourself. Don't put it off anymore. Don't just settle. And um, if you know somebody that's in that boat, you need to encourage them. You either need to encourage them or get out of the way. Do not treat them like a lost cause. A lot of them just need someone to believe in them. And the worst thing, the last thing, the absolute just never do this, never ever bring up their past. That's the worst thing you could do to someone who's genuinely working on their situation. They they don't need a reminder of the past. I don't need you to tell me about, well, if you'd done this back then, I don't need to be reminded of my past choices. I'm pretty sure I was there when I made them. All right. So, you know, unless you're going to plan on showing me those plans for that time machine you've been working on, you can shut that shit up. Okay. If you're not going to help them work on their future and when they're genuinely trying to work on their future, don't get in their way. Like, don't get in the way of them trying to better themselves. No one is a lost cause. Like we see, you know, headlines of people graduating with their, their bachelors at 67 and, and, you know, from their 50s and 60s and 70s. No one gave up on them. So if you're going to give up on somebody in their 30s just because they don't have it together right now and they're actually trying to get it together. Now, if they're not trying, then, hey, you got to do what you got to do. I understand. But if someone's actually working on it, someone's actually trying, someone has a desire to be better, you either need to, to encourage them or get out of the way. So, you know, to wrap it up, take some time and give it some thought. Whether you're ready to dive in or you still need time to experience things that might get in the way, give it some thought. It's not an easy process for everyone. It's a hard conversation to have with yourself. But if you ever want to get your shit together, you need to have that conversation with yourself and give it some thought. So, yeah, uh, that's all I got for today. Um, Every now and then. Uh, I want to do these things, these topics where pretty much I'm just sharing a lot of the stuff that I wish I had learned when I was in my 20s and teens and all that stuff. If you got anybody that needs to hear something like this, please share it with them. They This might help somebody out. This might If this helps you out, that's awesome too. But um, yeah, give it some thought. You're not a lost cause. I believe in you. I'm not the they that doesn't want you to win. I want you to win. I like TJ Gallant. Anyway... It's time for the conscious cookie, and uh, here we go. There's only one corner of the universe you can be certain of improving, and that's your own self. Aldous Huxley. 
I feel like that one is kind of straightforward. The only thing we have power to change is ourselves in the simplest of words. But let me know what you guys took from it. Anywho, I'm Triple D. This is the Off The Clock Podcast. And I'll see you guys next time.